Welcome to It Is Written Canada. Thank you for joining us. Brokenness in one form or another inevitably enters every life. Broken dishes to broken bones. Broken dreams to broken hearts. And even broken spirits. The Bible assures us that our Father in Heaven heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. The Lord desires us to come to see ourselves as even more beautiful and much stronger than we would have been if our brokenness and mending had never occurred. Today our special guests are Carolyn and Dacia Rowe, who have agreed to share their story with us of how their brokenness made them beautifully broken. Carolyn and Dacia and Guava, your hearing ear guide dog, welcome to It Is Written Canada. Thanks, Thanks for, for having us. us. Carolyn and Dacia, you are twins, which means you're very close to one another. How similar, how different are you from one another? Well, we're similar in that we have similar tastes in clothes and music, um, books, yeah games that we like to play, things like that. And our differences show up more in our personality and how we express ourselves. I, I will admit, um, it takes me longer to make a decision about things, like if we go shopping, like Daisy is a lot faster about that than I am, but that's about the only flaw I'll admit to. <laughs> She's also more outgoing. Sometimes I tend to be more quiet. You wouldn't think that because I'm saying that right now, but that's usually how we come across if you were to meet us in person. Yeah. So Carolyn and Dacia, your mother was a very prominent figure in your lives. Can you tell us about your mother and also how she shaped the spiritual growth in your lives? Uh, sure. Uh, my, our mom was a very godly woman and it was just very much a priority for her for us to learn about God and to develop a relationship with God and uh, she was really masterful actually in how she did it in our home we had scriptures posted um, all around the house we had the Ten Commandments written on a wall and um, one of the things she did was she made each of us books um, and it had scriptures on it from A to Z. And um, like for instance, A, like and that from a child that has known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise and to salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. That was my A. And um, she made books like that with scriptures beginning with the letter of the alphabet. And it was really, really cool. Um, and, and, and for example, my A was different. It was like, and behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. Mm -hmm. And then Jonathan, our younger brother, had a different one. I don't remember his, because I was so busy memorizing my own. <laughs> but yeah, for each letter, it was just a different verse. So for my V, it was, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. This is very good because parents who are watching, they get a good example of, you know, something they can do to train their children. So when you were very young, you had, your mother had a specific incident that really um, affected her health, but also affected you. Yeah, so when we were young, our mom got really sick and um, that illness changed her because she had a bit of a brain injury and 
so she had to relearn everything in her life. But she never forgot God throughout her illness. And when she was recovering, uh, she would pray. She just was so thankful for God's presence in her life. And even though she didn't return to her former uh, way of being, she referred to herself as a miracle lady. She was just grateful to God for who she was. And it was a great model for us to see. And so we had her for about 10 years after she became ill. And then we lost her. Uh, she passed away. And so that um, was when we really discovered uh, that our faith, the faith that she had instilled in us, was real because it sent us into survival mode, you know? And um, when we, we had people telling us that, oh, you're going to l walk away from God and come back, that's, I had a lady tell me that. And I remember I didn't feel that way. And so that was when I realized, but wait a minute, I have faith and my mom's lessons of faith and trusting in God were really, instilled in me and in Carr and in my brother. We all just believed. And so that's just became who we are. And it's important, I feel the need to say, it's important to know that my mom definitely wasn't perfect, okay? She was just like any other person out there. She had good days and bad days and um, it, it, she wasn't perfect by any means, but I, I do stress her masterfulness in teaching us about God and, and referring us to God because um, then we weren't dependent on her for everything in a way that's, uh, that doesn't cause you to lean on God, mm -hmm. which is why when she did pass, we were able to lean on God because she had taught us to do that. She taught us to refer to the Bible. She taught us to remember the promises in the Bible. Those are true. God is true. Believe him and live your life that way. So when she passed, it was natural to continue that progression. So when this happened to her, you're about eight or nine years old and you saw her in bed. She didn't even know who you were. At one point um, in her illness, she did. When Dacia says she forgot everything, she forgot everything um, but God, literally. We, I remember standing at the foot of her bed and she didn't know who we were. She was kicking, she was in distress, saying, get out of here, I don't know who you are. And um, the nurses were very kind to us and just letting us know that our mom was sick. So we weren't mentally too scarred by that. Mm -hmm. um, but she, had a really tough road of recovery and we were witness to that but her faith and strength in god was what got her through that dacia you had a number of adversities over the years setbacks in your health um, can you walk us through the details of what happened well about 20 years ago I noticed that I was having hearing loss I was holding my niece and the phone rang and normally when you hold a baby you can pick up the phone and this is how I would answer but I answered and then I switched and so I was holding the baby like this and talking this way and my sister said what are you doing and um, I said well I can't hear properly out of this ear and so 
As a result of that incident, I uh, went to the doctor and he referred me to a specialist. And when I went to the specialist, they said, oh, it's just, just a simple procedure. You've got something, tissue that needs to be removed. So I had the procedure done. And as it turns out, I didn't heal the way that he expected me to heal. And so that resulted in another surgery and I still kept getting these ear infections and, and was not healing the way he expected it to. And so that progressed like that. I had another procedure done, um, still didn't work. Ended up trying hearing aids uh, to help me because I needed to be able to hear in order to work. I worked as a psychiatric nurse and, and so I was having difficulty at work. And so the hearing aids helped for a time, but then they didn't become useful either because of the inflammation in my ears. And so um, I ended up, he ended up sending me to Toronto for a second opinion. They couldn't help me. I ended up going to the States to the Mayo Clinic and um, they were, did a whole battery of tests and they weren't able to help me because, or pinpoint exactly what the cause of this issue is. So I'm still undiagnosed today. And um, throughout that journey, like, like I thought at one point, I, I know I didn't think, I, I know. God, I read scripture, I was reading scripture one day because that's what I do. <laughs> You know, we read and we pray, and I felt distinctly that God was saying, I was going to heal, I will heal your wounds. There was a verse in Jeremiah 30, verse 17, I think, and it says, I will heal you, and I will heal your wounds. And so I took that as, okay, I'm going to be healed. And so that was probably about 10 years ago now, and actually probably 13 years ago now, and still, I'm here. <laughs> if anything, things are getting worse instead of getting better. Um, yeah, and so that's been very disheartening. But at the same time, um, in talking to God, I've come to the realization that healing is something that we expect takes place right here on this earth. And that's what we count as healing. And God, I remember feeling distinct impression from him that, hey, you know, when you come to heaven, you will be healed. And that counts. And I was like, yeah, you know what? That does count. And so I, since having that realization, it's really helped me relax uh, and not be as upset as I was about um, my journey and the apparent lack of answer to prayer. So for me, I, I just appreciate God more. It just helps me to appreciate Him more and appreciate the process more. Um, so I get to see God at work in my life, even though things aren't turning out the way I thought that they would. So instead of looking for, you know, a return to work or things that I would consider being healed. Uh, I don't do that anymore. I just, I take it day by day and I just say, okay, Lord, 
you must have a reason for why this is happening. And instead of trying to understand that, because <laughs> it's not coming, I just accept it. I'm trying to be in a spirit of acceptance. And so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. And Carolyn, how did you deal with Dacia's adversities? You know, it, it's really hard to watch uh, a loved one suffer like that. Um, I went with Dacia to all of her appointments, so all of them, except one. I missed one um, appointment that I didn't go with her on, and that was the time she actually uh, suffered some facial paralysis. And it was after that appointment that I missed. And I, you know, you kind of wonder, is it because I wasn't there? Like, um, we wonder these things, but we're, we're not that powerful. But um, we can't help it. Sometimes we just think that way. But I need to say, I, I have great admiration for Dacia's attitude through this whole illness. And it's rem it reminds me pretty much of what my mom went through in the sense that, um, yes, good days, bad days, um, she struggled. Things didn't work out the way she thought, but faith in God was always there and always um, a goal. Like it was just not to lose our faith in God. And I, and I see that in, in Dacia, that you know she's determined to believe in God no matter what. And I have to tell you, I have seen miracles in Dacia's life, even as um, she's progressed through this illness. Uh, a couple years ago, around Christmas time, uh, we, she went to see the specialist and they said her lungs were not functioning um, properly. They were functioning at about 21%. And we're like, what? You mean, her, I, I, I asked, you mean they're functioning at, you mean 80% not working? Like, she's like, yes. And I'm like, well, um, what are we gonna do about this? And um, she, decided, okay, we're going to, there's a couple options that we can pursue, just come back in a few weeks, and we'll do some testing, further testing, and blah, blah. Anyway, we went back a few weeks later, but in the meantime, we just went home, and we just prayed. Mm -hmm. We prayed to God. We're like, you know what? You are the giver of life. You are the breath giver, so give Dacia breath in her lungs, and um, we just prayed. We didn't tell our family it was around Christmas and we didn't want to bring anybody down. And there, when you go through a long illness like that, it's like you get tired of sharing bad news yeah. or no news. So we decided to just keep that between us and we just prayed about it. And when we went back to the doctor and she was retested, they did more comprehensive testing and then it found out her levels had increased to normal. And uh, the doctor, she was very proud of herself. And she's like, what did I do? What did I do for you? Um, did I give you some medication? What did I prescribe? And I just looked at the doctor and I said, you didn't do anything. Um, we prayed yes. and God gets credit for this one. Yeah. It's not you. <laughs> and uh, oh, okay. oh. <laughs> so uh, I just really was so proud of God in that moment um, that he did that for us and gave us that faith builder and gave us the story 
to share. And even the doctor just smiled and just didn't say anything, but because she, it's clear you didn't prescribe anything. Like there's no record of that. And it was just, it was just wonderful seeing that miracle um, happen. A big question that I have about the two of you is why are you so happy? Because everyone who meets you, I am so inspired by you, but people look at you and are, are inspired within your church family, within your family. Do you have a secret? Do you have some kind of formula for how you have gone through such adversity, such difficulties, a lot of lows, highs and lows, but a lot of lows. How are you able to do that? I guess one thing I, I can say is, I guess my frame of reference is that um, whatever we're going through is temporary. Whatever it is that you're going through is actually temporary. And when I think of that, it um, also brings to mind a, a quote um, that also um, keeps me going, is that, um, and I read this in a commentary, that we wouldn't choose to be led another way. So when I think of that, when I'm feeling bad, and I think of that quote, so you mean if I knew the end, from the, like if I, I, if I knew exactly how things were gonna work out in the future, and I would look back on this moment and I would choose this, um, it's, it's a way of, that way of thinking, like it just immediately calms me in the moment because it's, it's temporary. And so uh, it, that really does keep me going, um, that, that, that is temporary. And the thing is, God, he d does things in such a way that w even when you're in a horrible situation, um, good can come out of it. No horrible situation feels good, but good can come out of it. Like we're meant to grow from our trials. And I, I'm very happy about my life and every trial that I've faced, I didn't enjoy any of them, but I enjoy who I am as a result of them. So I, I, that's my prayer for people. Yeah. I think it's important to also note that when we're having hardships, I know for me, when I, over the years, I've had moments of depression and anxiety where you're wondering like what's going on. And um, in those moments, what brings me comfort is one that I'm allowed to have that moment mm -hmm. because when we read in the Psalms, um, I, there is one verse in Psalm 73, I believe it is, verse 21, where he says, I am bitter and I'm just torn up inside. And I just love that because you read further down in that same Psalm and he says, but yet I still belong to you, Lord. So, you know, I think it's important to allow ourselves to feel what we're feeling in the moment and not judge it and then move on. <laughs> so for me, I, I allow myself to have that moment, but I don't allow myself to stay there. So for me, it's important that I don't spiral down into depression or spiral down into doubt. Um, so when like God says, I will be healed, I believe that. Whether it's here or whether it's in the kingdom, I still believe. And so I don't allow myself to doubt his word. It's a pleasure for me to do that for God after what he's done for me. So that's just how I consider it. So 
it's a formula per se, Mike. I wish I had a formula. <laughs> but the only thing that I can think of is that I read my Bible, I believe what God says about himself, and I don't, I pray, I tell him everything, what pleases me, I tell him what annoys me, I, I, I don't hold anything back, you know, so you get it all out, and I just allow his spirit, like, to soothe my soul, and so that and memorizing scripture of my mom like had started that habit from us from when we were young so you know whom have I in heaven but you like you're the strength of my life like it's him that gives me the strength to go forward and so that's basically the formula if there is one is to just trust God and not allow anything to impact you know me where I'm feeding doubt. I don't allow anything, like if anything, whether it's the music I'm listening to, what I'm watching, if anything is going to discourage me or, or put, put doubt in my heart or in my mind for, against God, I don't entertain it. I just do not entertain anything because, you know, the enemy, that's what he wants is for us to be distracted and for us to spiral down into doubt. And once we do that, then we're headed on a slippery slope that, and, 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 and I could slide off. I'm not arrogant enough to think that I couldn't, you know, I could doubt God. It's a choice to believe God. Mm -hmm. And so I think that we need to make a choice. And when you make that choice, you stick to it. It's just like a married couple, right? If they, divorce is an option, likely statistically speaking, they, they might get divorced because it's an option, right? So for me, Feeding doubt or doubting God is not an option for me. And anything that causes me to want to head down that way, whether it's my friends, whether it's this, I just cut, like, I just cut that conversation. Why you, Dacia? Why not me, <laughs> friend? You know? And, and that's how I am, so. I, I think I can add to that too. One thing we do take a healthy dose of every day is laughter. Yeah. We laugh all the time. Yeah. If there's nothing to laugh at, we'll laugh at nothing. We yeah. just, that's, laughter is good medicine, the Bible tells yeah. us, and we do it all the time, um, at times inappropriately, yeah. um, where it seems inappropriate, but laughter um, has gotten us through life. Mm -hmm. And I recommend that to anybody. Laugh, just do it, laugh. Mm -hmm. Carolyn and Dacia, thank you so much for sharing. That was so encouraging. Mm. Unfortunately, we've come to the end of our program together. But before we go, I wonder if you could pray for our viewers. Perhaps there is someone watching who is feeling like they are struggling and God is not answering their prayers or is not performing a miracle in their lives or they're just feeling empty and lonely. I wonder if you could please pray for them. Be happy to. Father in heaven, I just want to thank you so much um, for being such a good God. And I, I just want to pray for those who are watching this program who may be feeling like it is not worth their time to talk to you or they might be feeling distressed about the circumstances of their life. And, Lord, I pray that you will 
Send your Holy Spirit into their lives. Help them to see you somehow. I pray that you will help them to um, just decrease that sense of despair, helplessness, hopelessness that they may be feeling and help them to see that their situation, no matter what it is, is temporary. Mm-hmm. And Father, I just pray that you would help the viewers to see your hand in their life and to recognize your blessings for them, even if the answer is no. Mm. You've told me no, or it seems that way for right now, but you've blessed me with guava, and you've blessed me with um good friends and family and with the support network. So help us help, help us all to recognize your blessings that you have for us. And so for each viewer out there that's listening and seeing this program, you have blessings for them. And I pray that you'll open their heart and their mind to the treasures that you have for them. And may we just appreciate you more in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Carolyn and Dacia, thank you so very much for sharing your lives with us on Is Written Canada. You're, You're welcome. welcome. In the darkest days when appearances seem most forbidding, have faith in God. He is working out his will, doing all things well in behalf of his children. So if you're feeling like the wheels are falling off and your life is becoming unglued, or if your wheels are simply spinning and you're not getting anywhere, you will find solutions to these and many more setbacks in this little book, Our Free Offer, Help in Daily Living. This practical guide to experiencing abundant life will help you face financial fears, relationship challenges, unexpected crises, People who just keep getting on your nerves and countless other obstacles that periodically block your way. To receive today's offer, you can simply go to our website at iiw.ca and click on the News and Offers tab. Again, it's iiw.ca. You can also call us at 1-888-CALL-IIW. That's 1-888-225-5449. Or if you'd like to write to us, our address is It Is Written Canada, Box 2010, Oshawa, Ontario, L1H7V4. Before you go, we would like to invite you to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel and also listen to our podcasts. And if you go to our website, you can see our latest programs. You too can experience the fullness of life that is found in the words of Jesus when he said, It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to watch a video of this podcast, please visit iiw.ca or you can go to our IIW Canada YouTube channel and click on the videos tab. Once again, thank you so much for listening.